0: Well, oh, with us is the head coach of the Northeastern Huskies, Jim Madigan. Uh, picked up his first win as a head coach of the Huskies the other day, Jim, and uh, well, I, uh, I imagine it was a pretty special feeling
1: for you. No, it was, Mike. And you know, I've been involved with Northeastern hockey for a long time, so to be in, in that opportunity, to in that situation, to be able to get the win, it was great. But I've said this before; it was, it was about our hockey club getting a win and getting the first win in Hockey East and going to one. one, and one. It's a, as you know, it's a tough league and. Uh, each weekend presents different challenges and opportunities and for us it was great to get on the win column and and, and we had a good week of practice so it was reaffirmed uh, with the way we played that night and the players responded so that's, that's what I took out of that weekend. You, you
0: know this is the first time we've had a chance really to talk to you since uh, since over the summer so uh, I want to ask you to take us back to the day you know when, when you were announced as, as the, uh, the next head coach of the Huskies uh, again as I mentioned you know as an alum whenever an alum gets a job at his alma mater it's special but
1: I have to think for you especially it meant a lot No, it absolutely did it was it was a process that you know began when Greg left uh, to go to Toronto and you know I talked to uh, Peter Roby, our athletic director about you know my candidacy and you know that opportunity it had happened a few years earlier and, and it just wasn't the right time for me so you just don't know when that window is going to still be open or closed so uh, you know Peter and I had a couple of real good conversations and being announced on July 26th was a was a, was a fun day enjoyable day a great day for, for not just myself but my wife and two kids who have been part of have sacrificed an awful lot for for my hockey um, uh Commitments over the years with the pro game and, and obviously on the college side of the game. So it was great. It's great because Northeastern's been wonderful to me. I've been fortunate to be there 25 years plus five as a student-athlete, and they've given me an awful lot. Uh, you like to think that you contribute back to the to the organization, and I like to think that I have. But I by far have taken a lot more out of the university than what I've been able to contribute back. So it was special, and more importantly, it allowed us now to move forward, hire a great staff, which I'm fortunate to have, you know, Jerry Keefe and Pat Foley with us, and then uh, these great a group of young men that we have who who had had to show some resiliency last year at the end of the season and played well, great second half, and and they're back this year, you know, wanted to take it to the next step, get one more game uh, into the hockey's tournament, which would get us into the championship game.
0: You know, I, I wanted to ask you. Uh, Northeastern hockey's always had its own, in my opinion, unique identity, especially within the city of Boston. Uh, but can you, in, in your own words, I guess, tell us, you know, your your vision for for Northeastern and how you'd characterize the identity of Northeastern hockey?
1: Yeah, you know, fortunate when I was a player and then a coach in the in the eight, early eight or mid eighties to the early nineties. You know, that identity was that hardworking, you know, blue collar type of team. We had some skilled players, but we were we were a hard team to play against, and you know, committed players. And uh, when you came into into Matthews Arena which was a small building back yeah. then you know 100 200 by by 85 and it was short corner small corner yeah, what was it back then was it wasn't like 187 or something it, it didn't even make your right it didn't even make 200 <laughs> and you lost from the top of the goal top of the circles down the goal line you lost you lost 14 feet. It was 71 feet across from goal line to goal line. So right. it was an oval-shaped building, and it played well to our identity. Uh, and so I thought we had some success. You know, when I was playing in early coaching, and then you know the building got enlarged and the style changed. And I thought then that when uh, when Greg Cronin came back, uh, not that he reinstituted the full identity, but he got back to I think an identity that he was used to playing when he was at Maine, and one that was successful to northeastern that was again hard to play against we're going to be physical we're going to be in your face we're going to have some skill but we're going to we're going to take pucks to the net and you know that we've been fortunate as a new coaching staff to be able to play off that momentum that the previous staff has established because that's how we want to play Um, so we've got kids who are ingrained to playing like that and we're going to you know we're hoping to continue that um, that, that, uh, that style of play. Well, Coach, uh, what philosophy or what style uh, do you plan on bringing to Merrimack, uh, to Northeastern, I should say? Uh, is this something, what is your style that uh, that you would like to bring to Northeastern? Yeah, you, you know, it, it's similar to what we just spoke about in that, that playing that, you know, that hard-nosed type of game, strong along the wall, taking pucks to the net, um, you know, playing, being difficult to play against, block shots, sacrifice, um, but you got to you got to you know, mix that in, blend that in with some skill, and I think we've got some skilled players in, in, in Justin Daniels and Vinny Sapaneri, Steve Quayler, and you know some hard two-way players, and you know our captain Mike McLaughlin and, and Braden Pym and um, you know Alex Tuckerman. So we've got a good blend, I think, of forwards who play that style, and, and that's what we're going to continue to play. It's been an identity for Northeastern hockey uh, for many years, and we're going to you know try and continue playing that. It's not an easy style to play. You got to get bu- players to buy in every single night about sacrifice. But they, you know, t- early to this year, they've they've bought in and, and they've um, and they've played well, uh, playing the style.
0: So what's the biggest challenge that you face so far? And I guess what, what's what's been the biggest,
1: uh, I guess, surprise or the thing that you've enjoyed the most? Biggest challenge is, and I knew this going in, Mike, because I've been able to watch hockey East for many years. Every single game you go out there, every weekend, every game, it's a tough game. There are no easy games on, on the on the hockey schedule. You know, some teams might look at Northeastern as the easy game. Um, so you know we, we, you just have to prepare every single night. You can't look too far down down the schedule. There's no need to because every night brings brings another opportunity another challenge um so that that's been you, that's been a challenge it, it not that i didn't know it but when you're living it every day uh you know that it, you got to bring your a game every single night not just you as a coaching staff but making sure that you and the players are all on the same page um you know the greatest the thing they've enjoyed the most is just getting back working with the, with the players you know uh I've, I enjoyed that when I was a coach you know, years ago as an assistant, be, being able to work with the players after practice, during practice, uh, and trying to you know, help them become better players, but better people both on and off the ice. And then when you go to scouting, you're sitting on the stands, and you don't have that daily interaction with the players. So that interaction that I have with the players, I enjoy. It's what made me get back into college, college hockey and college coaching.
0: Well, let's talk about the team you have this year. I thought that last year Northeastern had perhaps the best set of rookie defensemen in the league, and, uh, and you have most of those players back. And you also have, ironically, as it turns out, your leading returning scorer, if you want to call him returning, is, is a new guy in Vinny Sapranari, And, of course, Chris Rawlings between the pipes. Can you talk about those different uh, players or groups of players?
1: No, absolutely. You know, and I saw that our hockey club play at the, in the playoffs last year in a lot during the end of the season. And Anthony Potato and Luke Eibler are real good, Two sophomore yeah. defensemen who are freshmen, as you indicated last year, and solid. And they, they lead our defensive core, core out there. Um, you would like to have number number six, who was a first-round pick, and Jamie Alexak back there. Um, but we've got a good group of, of players. And uh, you know Drew Elliman, who's a, who's a junior, and, and Drew Daniels, who was a junior, are real solid and provide leadership, more stay-at-home type defense and pro- provide leadership for us. And then we've got two freshmen, three freshman defensemen, and Ben Escrova. Uh, Dan Cornell and Josh Manson who you know were utilizing two of those three each each weekend and Jake Coughler who continues to uh you know Pro- work hard and push for minutes. Um, so you know our defensive core, you know, was solid. Uh, Botello and Ibler lead it, and Botello was the leading. You know, if you look at last year's season, he's actually the leading scorer coming back with 20 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a strong, but certainly a, a strong core of those guys. Uh, Vinnie Sepaneri brings. You know, I've been asked about Vinnie an awful lot this early this season. You know, what does he bring? You know, Vinnie brings leadership and experience to our team. He's experienced an awful lot you know his previous institution he won a national championship he's won other championships there uh, so he's been there before so he brings reflection into our locker room he can help out our young players and our veteran players say hey, this is what we need to do to make sure we're, we're, we, we're going to get to where we want to get to and it's just not always talking it's leading on the ice on practice being the first one to do the drill doing it right you know, finishing the drill right to the end, the intensity that he brings. He's a quiet guy in the locker room but steps up when he needs to and says the right thing. So you know, that's what he brings to, to our club. So it's just not on the ice and points and goals and assists. It's always doing the right thing and being a leader on the ice. Yeah, we talked
0: before about vision. I guess vision for northeastern hockey. Uh, what where do, where do you see this program going in the future? And, and there have been so many things that have happened, so many positive things in the last five to ten years. All the renovations at, at the arena and everything, which, for my money, is, is is one of the greatest places to play in college hockey. But uh, you know, you guys
1: have done that work there. Uh, what's next? So no, we are fortunate enough to have a great building, a hundred-year-old building in Matthews right. Arena that, and it's in great shape. <laughs> and it's in fabulous shape. And you know, the university made a major major commitment to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two and a half years ago and put twelve million dollars in the billing you know and it was part of Greg, Greg Corn's vision credit to Greg for uh, for working with the administration and, and building out the locker room, the weight room, and everything else, and build it they will come model, uh, model. Excuse me. And I think that's helped out, helped us out an awful lot of recruiting. You know, the vision is to continue to get to the national championship. You know, I think we all want to want to win a national championship. The greatest thing is in this league, you don't have to really worry about the national championship. You just got to worry about finishing in the top three or four in your league and being there because our league and the strength of our schedule each and every weekend leading up to the year will get you into the national tournament. And you just need an opportunity to get in a national tournament. If you're one of uh, 12, 16 teams in a national tournament, you have a chance to win the national championship. And this league, because of its competition, each and every game presents allows you to work hard and doesn't allow you to take off weekends so you have to have a focus each and every weekend to getting there so we just want to get better each and every weekend and culminating that in the, in the Hockey East tournament and then moving on to the you know hopefully to the NCAA tournament um, so that's our goal you know the university has always wanted to make you know, hockey, uh, it's number one flagship sport. It's put the resources towards it. Um, you know, that's something we want to deliver. We've, we've flirted with it two of the last three years. We've been in the NCAA tournament, and Greg Cronin and his staff did a great job getting there. We need to try and sustain that and take it one more step in the tournament. All
0: right, thanks, Jim. It's great to see you as always, and uh, best of luck this season, and uh, congratulations again. It's great to see you behind the bench at Northeastern.
1: Mike, thank you very much, and it's great to see you. I remember our days when we went back to Northeastern years ago, so right. congratulations, <laughs> and uh, continued success yourself.